Welcome to Modern Musings, conversations with the maiden, mother, and crone. Looking at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Welcome back. I'm Kristen Hessler, your host today, with my co-host Cindy Murray. Hello. And Amber Garvin. Hey. If you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. We appreciate you. If this is your first time tuning in, I just wanted to give you a little bit about us so you kind of understand what we're here and what we're about, what we're here for. So we are three women who love to write and have great conversations. We created Modern Musings out of a desire to share our interests with others Um, Being in different stages of our lives means we often have different perspectives on life's challenges and the world around us. So, borrowing a little symbolism from our Celtic ancestors, we present ourselves to you as the maiden, mother, and crone, the triple goddess, a representation of the different phases of a woman's life. We hope our different perspectives will help you find some common ground as we delve into a wide assortment of topics and deeper uh, deeper learning, spirituality, and living healthier and more fulfilling lives, including health and well-being, relationships, spirituality, personal finance, arts and crafts, travel, personal and career development, pop culture, cooking, and so much more. We have lots to share. And so today our topic is actually about um, cleaning checklists and cleaning routines we've done quite a few topics on our goals girl segment and um, we're getting into this part of the year where a lot of us have like home goals for housekeeping and um, you know spring cleaning stuff like that so yeah yeah and you know we talked about day planners and stuff so I wanted to talk to you guys about one of my goals for this year and how that actually um, relates to cleaning checklists so you know Travis and I were pretty newly wed Um, I'm the mother of the group here and uh, you know so I have a 11 year old who runs around and messes up the house I have a husband who runs around and messes up the house and I have three dogs and then of course I contribute to the mess too and so we're still you know being newlyweds uh, new family trying to get like our common ground and our routines down um, my husband and I you know Travis and I work completely opposite ships we are literally two ships passing in the night I see him when he goes to work and he sees me when he comes home from work. (laughs) So (laughs) we kind of have to share a lot of our responsibilities and make sure that we're in really good communication uh, with each other. And we don't get that opportunity to have good verbal conversation about the goings on of the house. It has to be completely virtual. Sometimes it is like in paper format, email format, text. It is like working from home with your coworkers and you only get to see them on the Zoom meeting once a week. <laughs> That's the way I feel like with my husband. So um, one of the reasons why we're talking about cleaning checklist is uh, today because our goal this year was to make a home binder where we have um, all of the important information that both of us need to know and have readily available. A babysitter could just open it up and call emergency contact, see who Arena's doctor is, her medicine. Um, My husband can go in there and pull information for cooking, cleaning. And so um, we're actually making a cleaning checklist And I've had one in the past, but, you know, things change. I have more rooms in my house and a lot more laundry to wash. So I can't do all the cleaning all in one day. And I'm kind of in a dilemma here. So I thought I'd get with you guys and see what y'all's advice might be. You know, it's I have a totally different uh, scenario with mine. Um, For the listeners out there, I'm Cindy. And I am the crone of the group. I am a 50-something work-from-home part-time mom of grown children. Uh, I currently have only my husband and a dog living in my home. And so the 
life at our house is quite a bit different than Kristen's. I know when I was a young mother, I had certain days of the week that I did certain tasks. Um, but I was a stay at home mom during those days. So that too is a lot different. My husband actually worked two jobs, sometimes three, depending. I worked for a time. And then, uh, when my son was born, I became a stay at home mom until he was in high school. So I was solely responsible for the house because my husband did all of the earning for the household. So I found having a routine is the best thing to get things done, especially if you have children, animals in the house, just to, um, like I say, just pick a day for a certain thing to happen. It doesn't have to be all on the same day, but I think having certain days for certain things and you know that day is coming and you've set aside that time for that, I think that is the biggest help. Now, I will I will say right now, um, I do not keep to my routine at all. I usually have a Monday cleaning day, and uh, I, do, I used to try to do everything all in that one day because in my, my head, I'm thinking, I don't want to clean house all week long. I want to do it one day, get it done, and play the rest of the week. So, um, that's kind of what I've done in the past, but right now we are recently empty nesting. Uh, I have a niece who is in and out of the household a lot because she's at college and, um, when she's not away living in the dorms, she is staying with us. And we have also recently had, um, my mother who has dementia was living with us for a while and then a friend who had cancer was living with us for a while uh, so we could take care of him um, because he was terminal. And that really messed with routines. And then after they were both gone, I just kind of quit cleaning. Yeah, Honestly. so you're due for a new routine. <laughs> See, it's yeah. perfect. I feel like after the holidays, you get so discombobulated, and then January 1st, you have all these new goals, so you're kind of hyper-focused on the new goals. And then it's like mm. springtime, you're like, yeah, I kind of need to clean house, and I want to freshen up and, and stuff. So I figure this is a good time to start planning well, that out and, like, it really has mm, been work because that part of my binder. We had – um, our, our friend passed away in January – uh, right after the holidays, all the kids were home for the holidays for a couple of weeks and the house was full and a mess. And at the same time, we had construction projects going on because we were doing some renovations that got postponed from the fall uh, because of COVID. So your house was like a wreck. It, our house was <laughs> a wreck because the kids left and it was a mess and, and then, um, our friend passed away and then my niece moved out and she kind of left a mess behind. And I, I literally threw my hands up in the air and said, I can't deal with this right now. So, um, all my stuff in the garage, because we had to move it out of the rooms that we were renovating. And I mean, I couldn't even face it. I just yeah couldn't face so it. So last week, I think we talked about Clutterbug and your different type of um, cluttery type person you yes. are and what stuff. So I'm also trying to incorporate that too because we're kind of decluttering and yes. setting new routines. And, and we are too. Yeah. yeah. So my husband's gotten really good about, um, you know, because he's the person who cooks dinner every night. Like every night. I never home. Or I'm at work when it's dinner time. So he's the one who preps and cooks dinner. And he's the one who puts the leftovers away. Because he meal preps it for lunch. And then, then he's the one in the kitchen cleaning up afterwards. So um, I have been getting off work at 9.30. And he puts Raina to bed at 9. So I've been meeting him lately to help him clean up the kitchen. Because I definitely feel guilty. Like it's become his domain. But... He still needs some guidance on some of the things that you need to do on a routine basis. So like our stove is one of those gas stoves that 
has like the grill on top and then the food stuff like pops out of the pan and oh. it goes down into the grill Eat and i'm like okay dude we gotta needs to be cleaned yeah regularly yeah. i'm like you gotta clean the stove you gotta wipe off the counters so we've been kind of going through all the different here's how you clean off the cabinets after dinner if you spilled food down the front of them because <laughs> you know new cooks are messy cooks <laughs> and yeah. there'll be dribbles of like some brown sauce going down my white I, cabinet oh like, i am messy no matter messy like, cooks. i was about yeah. to say like i love to bake and i am messy every time i cook my mother always <laughs> said that it was a sign of a good cook a messy kitchen was a sign of a yeah. good cook so yeah uh, well then your mother would love my kitchen right now because <laughs> i am in a complete different area of life is you two I am living alone I mean I have a boyfriend who comes over twice a week and I go over to his place maybe once a week because we also work on different schedules I uh, go to work at 8 7 30 8 in the morning and I don't get I have an after school job so I don't get home until like 6 6 30 and he is going into work at 4 30 so I only get to see him on his days off because my days off are on the weekends and his days off are on Wednesday and Thursday and so I see him after I get off my second job on my days off so I mean I literally hardly ever have time to do anything during the school year and it's uh well, okay, if you're just so now... So your t- cleaning routine is seasonal? Yeah, seasonal, <laughs> yes, yes. And, and if you're just That's now... That's about t- how often I do the laundry. <laughs> That's what I've been lately. I'm a teacher, so yeah, I uh, work regular teacher hours, and then I work an after-school job, which is still at my school, but it is a completely separate job, and it's for... It's an after-school care program for kids whose parents work late. So I stay until the last kid is gone, pretty much. I mean, normally there are people that stay even later than me, but we kind of tear it in the way that we leave. And so then, you know, I do podcast stuff on the weekends and school stuff on the weekends. So it's really hard to fit in cleaning. I try to do a little bit every day, at least for an hour, Mm -hmm. when I come home from work and that's usually like vacuuming because I have cats so it'll just it'll take that whole hour to vacuum and then that's done you know and then the next day like and maybe I'll wait a couple of days depending on how I feel and then it's laundry and I usually wait until I have to wash everything for it for me to do laundry so that takes the whole night yeah yeah and then the next time I clean it might be dishes and then back to vacuuming so and I mostly recently well you know what it's been almost a year now since I moved into my apartment and I was thinking when I moved out of the last place how I didn't clean as much as I should have mostly due to depression that I'm going to be less depressed and clean more. But it's just like, you know, pandemic is over and all the kids are back in school. And so I'm back at work. And so I don't have time. <laughs> she said pandemic is over. Well, yeah, it, it was. Yeah, that'll yeah, be another yeah. discussion like for school, another podcast. Like this school year, it's all in person. I know like we're yeah. in yeah springtime right now but this whole school year since the beginning has been all in person in texas yeah not other states but texas yeah yeah so yes texas is very open right now so um i you know you're talking about how often you do certain things i do i'm i'm a stickler i try to do my laundry i really do try to do my laundry at least once a week Mm -hmm. now that is getting it washed and dried that does not mean folding it or putting it away. <laughs> folding usually takes like three weeks. Oh, I've had three weeks of laundry piled up on top of my washer, and then I'm like miserable trying to fold uh, it all and put it away. Me every time. But uh, And my husband's like, I need you to find me some shorts and workout underwear, you know. But um, yeah, I tried. That's one of the things I try to stay on top of. At least the laundry is clean. And my husband is a very big stickler about the kitchen so Mm, um me too he he does he cannot stand dirty dishes on on the counter in the Uh, sink or whatever so (laughs) um actually uh several years ago when my son was in high school i i kind of 
threw in the towel and I said, that's it. When, when Steven moves away to college, I'm going to quit cooking because I have been cooking meals since I was eight years old. My mother taught me how to cook. Um, and when I was in high school, my sister and I were responsible for cooking for the family because my mother worked outside the home. Um, and had very, very long hours and could not be there to cook dinner. So my sister and I did the, the meal cooking, um, for several years during our high school years. And I, I just said, it's it. I've done it for 40 years at that point and I'm tired. I want to retire from this job. I hate daily cooking and, and my husband, instead of doing, you know, cause I was, what I was talking about, you know, you, and anybody who does all the cooking and cleaning knows when you go cook a meal, it's, it's not just cook a meal and eat. It's, you know, you're in the kitchen for an hour to two hours prepping the meal and then you eat and then you're in the kitchen for another hour, hour and a half or whatever, cleaning up if you do the really thorough cleaning and so your entire evening is in that kitchen. And I said, I just can't do this anymore. And so my husband actually volunteered to start washing the dishes. And that's how we kind of slowly started moving away from me being responsible for everything in the house to him having a share in some of the duties around the house. Mm-hmm. And and actually during the pandemic, he's he's helped a lot more around the house but now we have a routine, so um, we we actually cook together most nights when we cook um, because we do HelloFresh, which I mentioned on a previous podcast uh, when we were talking about eating healthy on a budget. And so we cook together, which is has been a very good thing for our marriage because that's a really good time for us to talk and and be together and kind of decompress our days. Uh, while we're prepping and it, and it made cooking a lot more pleasant. And then, uh, I cook one night a week and he cooks one night a week separately. But after dinner, he gets up and starts washing the dishes and he does all of the dishwashing loads, the dishwasher. And then when he's done with that, I come back and clean off all the cabinets, clean off the stove, which I'm not always so good um, stickler about, but I do, mm-hmm. it is my job, but I'll come back and, and do it. Um, maybe not quite as often as I should. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I've gotten into the habit or tried to get into the habit of sweeping also because yes. crumbs get on the floor, um, you That's know, when you're cooking and everything. And then sweeping. I also have a dog who brings in grass and leaves and mud and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I try to sweep after every meal also. Yeah. We actually just started doing that. Um, so we, our house we moved into last summer is a like all hardwood laminate type of flooring and so you know we got three dogs so the dog hair is like a nightmare everywhere and and the fall was horrible too fall and winter because my little yorkie likes to roll in the leaves and she brings them back in like in piles (laughs) she comes in like covered in leaves like she's camo (laughs) so (laughs) yes (laughs) i I can picture that my house is like covered in leaves and dog hair all the time so we have to sweep at least once a day um my scrapbook office room i can't focus at work because i can't like i see all the dog hair and leaves on the floor and i'm just like "Ah, i can't think straight so i told my husband okay after you clean the kitchen it's not just about you know washing the dishes we got to wipe the counters off and then you sweep you know no Mm -hmm. sense in sweeping and then wiping the counters off we learned that lesson and then (laughs) um you know so then he started oh well if i'm gonna sweep while Kristen's loading the dishwasher, I can go start in the living room. And he works the living room first because I don't like to sweep the kitchen and wipe the counters off until all the dishes are right, right. rinsed off, mm-hmm. you know, because you just keep finding crumbs and dishes, right. right? So he started over by the front door and he works his way and he does, because we have kind of an open concept living room, kitchen, dining room thing. So he starts in one end and by the time I've got all the dishes in the dishwasher and he's got everything swept up, it's time to wipe the counters off in the kitchen and then sweep and then all that goes into the trash and then he takes the trash out and it's like, wow, we're really starting to get this mm-hmm. routine yeah. 
Um, and that's why I thought, you know, we should really like write this down so we don't forget. <laughs> but <laughs> and it's working good. There's the concept good. of the cleaning checklist right, right. there. You yeah, know, exactly. And yeah, and and I want my husband to be able to survive going through those motions without me being there, you know, or just enough that we can instill it so that Raina grows up having those habits, those healthy habits. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause right now she doesn't see us wash the dishes cause we actually, once we're done eating dinner, um, they have special time where they do things like play video games and stuff together. And then he reads for her before she goes to bed. So in order to make sure they have enough time to read and play their video game together, my husband leaves the dinner out a little bit longer than some people normally would. It, I mean, it's not like it's sitting out all night, but we usually eat at 7.30, and by 9, he's packing it up. So mm-hmm. he puts her to bed, and then he goes and makes his lunch. So that um, it, we kind of got this little routine going, and it's it's more than just cleaning. You know, it's just the idea of having a routine is nice. When I live by myself, you know, kind of like you, Amber, you had the weekend. Yeah. I did all my cleaning. Like, Saturday was go day. That was like, go have lunch, go run errands, go hang out with a friend, you know, go, go, go. And then Sunday was stay at home. I, like, woke up on Sunday. Clean. Stripped the bed. That was the first thing I did. I carried the sheets down, and I washed my sheets, and then I carried my laundry down to the laundry, and then started on the kitchen, and then I did the bathrooms. While the laundry was going, I was multitasking, and by, like, 5 o'clock, I could start my meal prepping for the next week. You know, because it was just me. I was just make like one extra meal and pack it up, you know. And and then like the laundry's all washed and then I could take it upstairs, you know, to my room and sit on the bed and fold laundry after dinner. Mm-hmm. And I'm done by like 10 o'clock. It's time for bed. Yeah, I was that way. Day to a perfect yeah. way to start your I week. can't do it all in one I day. I can't do it I'm, anymore now either. Like There's I too many to things going on hour. in my life. Yeah, yeah, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's the way me too. I Because before um, before Stephen moved out, mm-hmm. um, I had a, a, a day like that. I had two days, like you said, a go day and a cleaning day. So my cleaning day was Monday and my go day was Tuesday. So on Tuesdays, I would, you know, go to the bank, go to the post office, go to the grocery store, uh, any other errands I needed to run, um, you know, have lunch with a friend. What Sometimes my friend and I would go grocery shopping together. Um, and that, you know, we kind of killed two birds with one stone there and, and some of those kind of things. And then Monday was my cleaning day. So like you get up, strip the bed, mm-hmm. start the laundry, start the bathrooms. And I would, um, I had two bathrooms. So I would go put the stuff in the toilet and leave that to soak. And then I'd come back and scrub that and sweep the floor. And then I'd, you know, put the stuff on the sink or in the bathtub or, you know, and it was just like steps. And I would, um, leave, leave something to the disinfectant to soak. Cause usually they say, you know, leave it for 10 minutes or whatever to disinfect. So I'd spray it down or whatever. And then I'd go to another room and like make the bed or dust that room and then move. And I would just slowly move through the house while, and then, you know, going back and forth through those bathrooms at the same time. And by about three or four o'clock, I would be done with all of my house cleaning. The laundry would be done. Um, some of it would be put away already because I would fold it as it came out, just really quickly fold it. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and it would be all folded on the, the washer on top of the washer and dryer. But, um, because at that point in time, my son was doing stuff like after school, you know, like he'd play football. Um, he was on the swim and dive team he was in orchestra, he ran cross country, he did all these things. So, um, that was, you know, I had to be able to, and he went to scouts. He was also a boy scout. So I had to have all those things done so that I could shower and get dressed and then take him to whatever thing he was participating in. But I, but I did get it all done. And then, then I had my Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, to do other projects like, um, like Friday was always a baking day for me. If I was Mm going to bake bread or cookies or anything like that, I would do it on a Friday. Um, Thursday was always my, uh, scrapbooking day. I'm an avid scrapbooker. And back in those days we had local scrapbook stores and my friend and I would pack up our scrapbooks and go to the scrapbook stores and, um, and craft together all day. And, um, 
And then, I, you know, I'd have days for yard work and everything had its own day. And I did all yeah. these things and it worked really well. But once um, I started working from home part time, I'm I am now a part time travel agent. So I, I am self-employed. So I have my own travel agency and um, I work as much as I want to basically, or as, as much as I feel like it. And, but sometimes you can't control when that is. It's, um, you know, I, clients call you at all hours of the day and night and you just never know. And, and really, honestly, most of the calls and the stuff comes in on Monday and that's my cleaning day. And so if I spend half my day Monday, um, researching something for clients or talking throws to clients. You off, doesn't it, it totally yeah. throws me off. So yeah, you know, it's um it's it's really a challenge to to get my house cleaning done on that day. And I'll tell you another thing that has been a real challenge. And it's probably a bad on me kind of thing. When my mother lived with me, um she has she has dementia and she moved in with me during COVID. And it was a real challenge to get any work done with her there because she had a, a dog, the aforementioned Yorkie that now lives with Kristen. Um, <laughs> and if you don't know, if you're new to this podcast, Kristen is my daughter. And um, so she took the dog, but when the dog lived with me, she barks a lot and she needed a lot of attention. My mother needed a lot of attention and I just really couldn't get any work or any cleaning or anything like that done during the day when my mom was there or while she was awake. So what I would do was to stay up very late at night mm -hmm. and do those things at nighttime because that was the only time I could get it done. And then I would wind up sleeping during the day and my husband was home and my niece was home because of COVID. So um, they were home with us so they could take care of mom during that time of the day. And then I could stay up later at night and, and do the things I needed to do. And it has become such a bad habit for me that I tend to stay up really late at night now and sleep during the day. So I still don't get those things done during the day because I'm so used to sleeping in those odd hours. So like then you have limited daylight time. I do. To I have work very, on your business stuff. I yeah. do have very limited daylight time. I ha and I have to work on business during that time. And, and it's really weird. And it's, I'm mean, you know, like for a, an example, last night I went to bed this morning at six 30. So I went <laughs> to bed at six 30 and got up at 11 to come do this podcast. Rolling so, my eyes at her. Like, <laughs> she is, she's, my husband laughs I at me and you know, because <laughs> my husband actually goes to bed at a, at a decent hour and he's like up early. And so we, we kind of are ships that pass in the night too. But, um, I really like working and doing things at night because it's very quiet and, and all that. But it, it's also hard because if, if things need to happen during the daytime, I can't do the the other things I need to do yeah. during the daytime. So when when uh, the lockdown first happened, I went from working like, you know, nine to five type job to basically working the same job just from eight at night until four in the morning, which at first I was like, hey, this is cool. I like it. I'm a nighttime person anyways. I like to stay up till 4 a.m. Uh, no, no, no. And I, it, no, it worked. No, no. It actually worked it really worked well because you? that's what time my husband is really should go to bed because he had to be at work at 4 a.m. So, you know, he needs to go to bed at like 7 p.m. technically, but he usually goes to bed around 10. So um, it worked well that way because he would sleep while I was at work. And I would sleep while he was at work. And then we had like from 1 o'clock until 8 p.m. to spend time together and do stuff, which was like the evening and daytime hours. We got to spend time with Raina. You know, it worked. Well, it, it but worked then, for us, too, because then yeah, I could have. Mom was up. I was up, you know, you know yeah. whatever. But then they changed my hours to um, 
earlier in the day. And uh, so I ended up, you know, it was like smack dab in the middle of the day. So you can't do anything. You know, I go to work at one o'clock now and I get off at 930. So, you know, everything's really limited to, oh, you have to get up really early to go to that doctor's appointment. So it doesn't, you know, lay into like, oh, we need you there at 12 instead, you know, come in overtime. So I struggle with that because that means that all of the house chores either need to happen before work or after work which is when most people do Mm -hmm. chores when they come home from work they cook dinner they fold a load of laundry they watch their show on primetime tv and they eat dinner with their family put their kids to bed and baths and and they're in bed by like 10 11 12 right for me you know i get off work it's 9 30 and i go and i help my husband clean the dishes then it's like okay i need to unwind i can't really vacuum after 10 o'clock at night because everybody's everyone's asleep, asleep. Yeah. i don't you know i don't want to wake the kid up or make the dogs bark so i make myself get up in the morning and do it before work which is exhausting whenever you end up staying up until like three or four o'clock in the morning yep. <laughs> which is yeah. what i end up doing so i actually when i first kind of um got on that route the new routine of okay I can't do all the cleaning on one day a week anymore there's just too much of it I'm not always home every Sunday because of like kid stuff scout stuff family stuff podcast stuff so now I'm like okay I just gotta break it down I'm gonna do laundry on Monday and then I'm gonna do uh deep clean the kitchen on Tuesday Wednesday is the bathrooms, Thursday is the floors, and that's like vacuum and sweep and dust kind of day. Mm -hmm. And I did that for a while, but the one key thing that you have to have, the one supply I feel like you need to have in your cleaning kit is willpower. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. That is the one thing on your checklist that you got to have, and that's been the hardest thing. And that's the one thing you can't buy. No. Yeah, yeah, except for a maid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you can't buy willpower. It it has to come from within, and it's really hard. Mm -hmm. I I don't know how. I look back, you know, I've watched the – 1800s house or whatever in oh the pioneer gosh, yes. what was that show mm-hmm. that, uh, where the colony or something where they went yeah it was uh, 1800s home 1800 house and then there was one the pioneer family we'll or, link it on the pod yeah, on the I, blog I, for I will, you guys yeah. i will link that but it was a whole series that was on pbs or something like that where this family went to go live in a, a log cabin or whatever um, for several months, I think they were there for a year, and they lived true, true to, to the time period. Yes, yes, they did. They had to give up all of their modern technology, and and those women were so exhausted because it was sun up and well past sundown. Uh, they were just constantly cooking and cleaning because it took so long to do everything. And I'm, I'm always just, how did people do it? And even, even like, you know, my mother-in-law, she always kept a spotless, beautiful, welcoming home. And, and like I'm magazine. Oh, welcoming. Yes, yes. It was I magazine. Remember that. It was and, just like fancy lady. She, well, but she wasn't a fancy lady. She was a very down to earth mom lady and uh god bless her i miss her so much because she was awesome my grandma was the same way like and i just don't understand how she did that um how do you do that how do you do that now granted my hobbies that takes up all my time and energy uh well maybe maybe i you know we do have hobbies just have but she read yeah. And she took naps. Responsibilities, I and, guess. I don't and she, she was, legit took a nap every she day. She took a nap every day. <laughs> and and but she read lots of books and, and she was in bed by nine PM. No, ten. I mean yeah. ten. Close I mean, enough. Did she was she a stay at home mom, stay at home wife? Yes. She's she okay, was I mean but she played bridge with her friends and she would visit with her friends and but she did. She had a immaculate home and and somehow managed to do that for, you know. Now, in later years, they had a maid and, you know, things like that. But still. She just came it, to, like, clean the floorboards she and really scrub did. the tub. She really did. She came to scrub the tub and and 
do the scrub deep down stuff because my mother-in-law was too old to do it by then. But, um, but you know, she, she kept the house clean the whole week. The house was clean before the maid got there. Um, well, you just have to do a little clutter. bit at a time, you know. Like, and I think that's, that's no the clutter. difference between cleaning and, okay, I think that's one of the biggest challenges that I think people have to overcome too with cleaning is that it's harder to clean when you have a lot of clutter because yes. there's picking up the clutter and then there's cleaning. When I'm talking about cleaning, I'm talking about like sanitizing. Yes, yeah. yeah scrubbing the toilet. It's hard to go yeah. around the clutter to right. clean and sanitize, which, you know, was something that my, I, I hate to, you know, my parents failed at. Oh, mine well, too. Like growing up is that, you know, like my parents would be, like would set a box or whatever before, you know, they wouldn't break it down to take out the trash. They'd set it somewhere or set something else, like maybe like if they unwrapped something, they'd set the paper somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then uh, it would be there a month later. And that's one thing that I try to keep mindful with is because I hate that kind Touch of clutter. Touch it once. Yes. Yeah, that I is, hate that, is, that yeah. kind of clutter, so it goes immediately to the trash if well, I unwrap and something. And that's, um, you know, I, my parents were hoarders, and we were we were very poor, so they didn't... They, you didn't get rid of anything. You kept it because you might need it. And No, yeah, my parents were we the had, same way. Yeah. All, and we lived in a tiny, tiny, tiny mobile home. And um, I I would love to know how many square footage, how much square footage that home was. Because it was probably it like was 700 tiny? or something. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. tiny, uh -huh. tiny. And, um, like the house I used to live in. Yeah, and so, <laughs> but um, but Kristen had a good point. You know, one of the, one of the tenets of... Uh, good housekeeping and and good organization skills is to only touch things once. So you go out to the mailbox, you get the mail, you while it's in your hand, you sort it and you put it away. The bills go into the bill folder on your desk or whatever, whatever, and and the envelope trash the that you open the bills yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. anything goes where it goes immediately to the trash before before you're through handling the mail. It has either gone to a different recipient. You know, um, it's my husband's mail, so it goes into his inbox, or um, it goes into the mail sorter. You know, f for the bills, um, things like that. When you come in from, and you think about it this way. Um, when you bring in your groceries, what is the first thing you do? Put the freezer stuff away and yeah. the milk and stuff. And you don't leave the, you don't leave the ice cream sitting on the counter while you go, um, you know, check the mail and go feed the dog and do all these other things. You put that stuff away. And so if you get in the habit of doing that, then that helps knock out that clutter. And another thing that I uh, have learned, and this came from a magazine I read a long time ago, and the only thing that I took away from this article, I, I'm sure there were other great things in this article, I'm, and I think it came from Better Homes and Gardens, but I don't know. Um, it was talking about the, the number of these, you know, like five things that you will find in every clean home. And... The number one thing that was on there that struck me so much was that people with clean homes do not use the floor for storage. Think about that. Mm -hmm. They do not think of the floor as storage. Well, there are no something? piles on the floor. Oh, yeah, like piles. under the table, piles. There's no piles well, on mean, the floor. There's no... What if it's in a container? And no, no, not at well, all. Well, if that's where it's like stored, it's but a, if that's its designated place, but there's not like a basket on the floor with a whole bunch of crap in it, you know, um, you know, that, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that basket mean, would like, be in the closet, like the magazine the shelf, basket, of, right? Well, you could have it <laughs> under the bed, you know, under the bed storage or under a table kind of storage. Oh, okay, so like in like a storage container. Under the bed or under the table, right? But, fine, not, but not, but like not on the floor. And you a know, stack and I'm of magazines look, on the I'm floor. I'm looking right now in our in in this podcast that we're looking at, and I see an empty suitcase our over there, secret layer. Yes, and uh, and there's my shoes, 
and there's all kinds there's of like things four on the floor. bags on the floor right now on the floor right now yeah. instead of being put away I mean, somewhere so to be fair this is our secret well layer it is it's our secret our layer house. right so. but that's what makes it look messy in here there's but an the, empty closet right there yeah <laughs> that's true everything could be in the closet but but, of but that's the other thing and you know when you also think about things stored on the floor the floor is not storage Right. The floor is not storage. Nothing has a permanent Tabletops are not storage either. They're they working surfaces. That's, shouldn't that be was what definitely. I was going. <laughs> yes, work, tables are not working or tables are working surfaces not for storage. Right. And so things should go in drawers or in containers or whatever. And and you know, I'm thinking of my kitchen countertop. Oh my god. Um there's the, a stack of magazines. There's a stack of magazines <laughs> and flyers, grocery flyers. There's always a box that comes in the mail. That sits there for a week or two before somebody opens the box. Yeah. Don't even um, want to think about my kitchen countertop at the yeah. moment. <laughs> and I don't have a bread box. And the bread doesn't go in the pantry because it gets crushed in there. So there's a pile, usually a pile in the corner of the counter that has the bread and some chips and maybe some snacks yeah, that we want out for. So uh. you guys saw my my kitchen transformation on the blog. So yeah. you saw yes. what I overcame. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> where we keep our food was actually like the butler's pantry. I guess where you're probably supposed to keep your china and stuff or whatever. But we decided to use that for a pantry because this house is older. It didn't really come with a pantry. And when we first moved in, like the day we got our keys, you know, my husband and I went out and got lunch. And then um, we brought in some mail from the mailbox and some things got set right there because that was like it automatically was the catch-all we hadn't even moved in and right, it became right. the catch-all I saw it yeah. and I was like oh my god we're already leaving trash right here because um, we had like our straw paper and stuff from our lunch <laughs> and like little ketchup packets and there was a straw wrapper that was still there what it was behind it was behind all the clutter (laughs) it was behind all the clutter and we had sage the house there was still sage ashes i'm so embarrassed but it's true oh my gosh (laughs) oh my gosh yeah so that those little things like you forget to kind of clean those areas Mm -hmm. because you can't see the surface that needs to be cleaned because it was just like half bag half eaten bags of chips and you know yeah you know they're, and they're stacked up behind mess. other things that you don't know. They were just piled up there. And I was just like, why are we keeping these half right. bags of chips? And like, there's yeah, enough for a half a bowl of cereal. Throw it away. Right. So or eat like it. The, yeah. Throw all the cereal into one bowl. Yes. When I walk in, you know, I have a place for my keys that I can hang my keys. But I always, and then, you know, I have places for things. But I always walk in and set all my my drinks, my keys, everything in my hands, the mail on that corner Mm-hmm. like the corner and <laughs> it's like right above the trash can so my my cats will knock that stuff off. oh no so, so it's just like um if i'm missing something i have to check the trash can you know because <laughs> it's just like so maybe i need a new catch-all or maybe no catch-all no catch-all i am a no firm catch-all. believer <laughs> that catch-all is a bad place in your house it is, it is. It is and it is breaks it, that it rule like of only touch drawer? it once it is. I, I have a catch-all on my desk well Actually, right. <laughs> your whole desk is a catch-all. Right, my desk at work, that. that is a catch-all. Um, it, it used, but I usually keep, like, it started out as a little pile, and it was like, I don't know what to do with this. It's like a junkyard. Oh, I can't even <laughs> use my desk. If you saw, that, I need to do a transformation yeah. on my desk, really. You but, need to do that, like, what, five, four, that... Uh, this week you're gonna do like one bag and then next week oh yeah one drawer at a time yeah Yeah, i have i actually have started on that and i had started on that before my mother moved in and then and like i said right after my mother moved out uh into a, a into a uh memory facility then we moved in a friend who had uh cancer who needed care and um so we I've just had this revolving door of people in my house and we had to clean out the rooms, the the bedrooms that they were staying in. So everything got moved out of their rooms into either my room or the garage. 
So everything has been piled up in there and you know, there's, there's nowhere, but, but really my little thing started as a little pile of, I don't know what to do with this now. So I'm going to set it right here. And, and then it would just keep shuffling because I never had time to get to it. Well, you know what? That I, I don't know if we've talked about this before. I know we're going to talk about it, uh, coming up very on a very uh, a Near podcast coming upcoming, upcoming podcast. Um, but I need to Eisenhower matrix that stuff. <laughs> oh yes. Um, because if it's been in that pile all this time, or are you kind of like, it? Yeah. yeah. Am I really going to use it? Or, or like the the theory of the clothing? You know, if if you haven't worn this in, in six months or a year or whatever, get rid of it. And it's if it's been in that same pile. For a year. For a year. Why am I keeping it? And um, so, yeah, I think I might need to do that. So I have a friend. Hi, Hallie. Uh, She listens to this podcast. Hey, Hallie. But, um, yeah, I have a friend who religiously cleans. Like, she is such... Uh, that's her OCD. I is admire like, people, and who she can has do dogs, that. and she religiously cleans. And so she tells me, like, uh, well, you know, every time I clean, I make a pile of stuff that doesn't fit in its spot, or you know, that I don't think that I need. And I'll either, and if I can't find a place for it, or if I haven't used it, I will either throw it away or take it to Goodwill. I've I have done that. And I've had a box that. As you're cleaning out a drawer, if mm-hmm. it's something you haven't used in a while or you don't know where to put it, put it in this box and leave the box in the closet. Put or it whatever. out in the garage. Or and out then the garage. you forget about it and then you're like, oh, well, oh I don't and then, really and care then about there's it anymore. 50 bags in the garage and you're like, oh, hey. Kind of like the back of my car, the Goodwill stuff. I still haven't taken to Goodwill yet. Oh. <laughs> From Christmas, by the way, guys. Uh oh. Yeah, I, I, uh, I tend to take care of that stuff, but it's the, it's the, the ones that I think I'm going to handle the things that I am going to get around to it. You know, you've heard, everybody has, is in need of that round to it. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's like the good intention. So yeah. You could like take that saying and say like this pile <laughs> it's the pile to hell of good intentions right right the road to hell is paved with good intentions yeah. so it's yeah. piled with good intentions That's you a, can build a, a house I was the, the house of hell is built with good intentions it's filled yeah. with good intentions yes <laughs> um yeah i don't know <laughs> oh goodness that, wow. that is the definition well, of my storage units good intentions that i haven't touched <laughs> oh we're not even going to talk about storage units i have, I have three next sheds. on modern music next on modern storage music <laughs> storage unit storage cleaning. wars in the murray's backyard uh, like storage hoarding from hoarding amber. techniques hoarding yeah. techniques from amber three oh, wow. storage units worth of stuff i have three storage units i do you you don't you have no idea there are three in my yard so but yeah um i obviously there's a lot more to talk about here and we're going to talk about things so yeah what yeah, are we so, talking about next week uh what is next week next week next, oh, week. next week is national poetry yeah national poetry month so uh we're going to be talking about poetry next week um Maybe like uh, if you don't know what poetry is, which hopefully everybody does, because if you listen to music, you know what poetry is. So we're going to talk about different kinds of poetry, and I'm going to read one of my favorite poets, Edgar Allan Poe. I'm sure I've mentioned him before because I'm an English nerd. And um, yeah, we're yeah, excited. We're, gonna, we're excited to talk about National Poetry Month and all up. the different kinds of poetry. I think you'll be surprised because. I think a lot of people think poetry and they think Emily Dickinson or it's got a rhyme. It's yeah, got a rhyme haiku. Or, or yeah. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk about some different kinds of poetry and, um, share some of our experiences with poetry and hopefully help you, uh, develop a love of poetry too. Like I said, if you love music, you love poetry. If you didn't know that music was poetry, now you do. That's true. It is. Unless it's music that doesn't have words, and then that's a different type of art. 
<laughs> so well that's poetry in motion there you uh, go. there we go um, musical poetry there okay so um thanks for listening we want to thank red door studios and creative audio tech for our equipment and uh assistance with our recording and we want to thank all you listeners for coming back week after week we're so glad that you come and listen to us. Please leave us some love. Uh, give us some ratings on the podcast. Send us an email. Uh, um, comment on the, yeah, comment the blogs. or we, join us on our Facebook We, we don't know yeah, if MMC you're... We, we see the numbers of the listeners, but we don't know what you like unless you comment yeah. and share share your thoughts and give us some suggestions for future podcasts and, and we want to hear, hear what you think you know join us in this conversation tell us about your cleaning experiences if you have a checklist you go through um and what i need to put on my home binder please oh yeah she needs yeah. some good ideas i need so, suggestions but but we really want you to join us in this conversation that's what the whole point of this podcast is that we are having conversations and we want you to have those conversations with us on the on the blog, on the Facebook groups, and so forth. So, um, and join us again next week for National Poetry Month and hopefully there'll be something there. If nothing else, you can laugh at us, right? Cause- yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, and speaking of social media, we are on TikTok and we have a YouTube channel with videos so make sure you check those out yes, we haven't uh, really talked about those or um, you know and let general. you guys know about that but we do have videos out there and they're too. all linked on the website modernmusings.net which is actually our blog so yes. um and there's lots of tabs there explore the tabs and um join us in the conversation and that's it for this week bye bye bye